Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023, and this is Lisa Chinati calling in from Boston, Massachusetts. Earlier this week, Jason told me to listen to a motivational speech by a gentleman named Trevor Moad. If you've never listened to any of his works, I would highly recommend that you add him to your list. While I've only listened to this one speech so far, I found that it was profoundly impactful. So I wanna take my five minutes with you all this morning to tell you a story. The story that was the heart and soul of this speech. And while I probably won't be able to retell the story with all the same details, I hope it will be just as impactful for all of you as it was for me. So Frank was being raised by a single mom and failing out of high school. He was growing up in middle America where he felt disconnected and not particularly excited by the prospects around him for his future. College wasn't really on his radar. Frank, however, had a great relationship with his mom. And wanting to be a great son, Frank felt obligated to follow up on the promise that he made to his mom to take the SATs. So Frank signed up for the test and took it towards the end of his junior year of high school. This was back in the day when the maximum score you could get on the SATs was 1,600, 800 points for the math section and 800 points for the verbal section. To get a score higher than 1,000 was really something special. Fast forward several months after taking the test and once the school year had ended and Frank received an envelope in the mail. That envelope contained his SAT scores. When he read the letter within that envelope, Frank was shocked to read that his score was a 1480. I heard that right, 1480, so well over that special score of 1,000. Only the best of the best got a score this high. Immediately, Frank's mom was suspicious and asked him if he had cheated. Frank told his mom that he hadn't cheated. He admitted that he had tried, but that he hadn't been able to because everyone was so spaced out and it seemed that no one actually had the same test. Frank had inconsistent thoughts about what his test score meant. He knew that he legitimately took the test and scored at the genius level, but he had never felt like a genius, especially not in school. So over the summer, he realized that he was super smart and highly capable. Frank decided to find out just what he could do with these newfound abilities. He entered his senior year of high school with a new determination to use his talents. All through his junior year, Frank was skipping classes, but senior year, he was attending all of his classes regularly. All through his earlier years of high school, Frank would hang out with people who were not viewed as the smartest kids in class. His clique was the kids that were the troublemakers. We all remember those types from our time in high school. Some of us, myself included, may have even been that type. But now Frank was hanging out with the kids who were highly involved in school and academics. Teachers saw Frank in every class, every day, working hard and being a model student. Teachers questioned themselves with whether they had misread Frank as a student or whether they had maybe judged him too harshly in the past. Frank had an amazing senior year of high school and earned almost straight A's, but because his first three years of high school weren't so great with respect to grades, he had a pretty low GPA. This low GPA meant that despite his SAT scores, Frank wasn't accepted into any four-year colleges directly out of high school, so Frank decided to attend a local community college and kicked ass. After a year or two, Frank transferred to Wichita State University, where he ultimately received his bachelor's degree. After that, he attended an Ivy League for the graduate schools. 
Frank was extremely confident in doing extraordinarily well. He became massively successful as an entrepreneur in the magazine industry. Frank became a leader in this highly competitive field. Twelve years later, Frank received a letter in the mail with a return address in Princeton, New Jersey. When Frank opened that envelope, there was a letter from the SAT board. The letter said that they occasionally reviewed the SAT test-taking procedures, policies, and test scores. The year Frank took the test, he was one of 13 people who were sent the wrong SAT score. His actual score was 740, not 1480. A 740 score is at the bottom of average, but they were sorry for the mistake. So I listened to the story, and I was like, man, what a lucky break. That SAT score literally changed the path of Frank's life, and I bet a lot of you would have had the same initial thought. But what I will challenge you to think about was whether it was the score that changed Frank's life or whether it was Frank's belief in himself that changed his life. When Frank believed in himself, he changed his thoughts and ultimately changed his actions. There is a human phenomenon called the supportive belief competency. It pretty much says that your collection of beliefs will either support or sabotage your outcomes as a salesperson. What we do as humans is to accumulate these beliefs over time through observation and experience. These beliefs become so entrenched in our inner monologues that they impact us in ways that we may not even realize. For those of us in real estate, these beliefs may be things like this. The buyer is ghosting me. They're not serious buyers. No point in calling them anymore. I can't charge a client blank. They'll never pay it. I'm not worth it, and no one else charges that much anyway. If I call expired listings, I'm going to get yelled at, so why bother? I'm a new agent. I can never compete with the long-tenured agent in my market who has massive market share. I won't find any new clients at an open house. All the people who come already have an agent. And on and on and on. I bet we can all think of some of our own monologues. I know I have some, more than I'd care to admit. Henry Ford told us, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Think you can, act like you can, and I know, like, and I know you will. 